I feel like I need to tell you something. Because you guys know I'm not a big advertiser. You don't listen to my podcast and there's like 20 ads in there. But I feel like this is something that was really important to me. And I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't tell you. So not very long ago, all my hair was falling out. And I was embarrassed. I thought I looked older. My hair was thinner. And I didn't feel, I didn't feel like Sean Lee. I mean, I've always had great hair. Like when I was a kid, my mom used to say, you know, to the hairdressers, your, your arms are going to get tired as much hair as she has. But all of a sudden, I didn't have any hair. And I just want to talk to you about a company that I've aligned with. And if you're losing your hair, whether you're a man or a woman, if you have alopecia, anything like that, if you're not feeling like your, lo your locks are luxurious, then I encourage you to go to my website, seanlee.mymonate.com. Monate is a all-vegan, all-natural company, and I like them because they're an industry disruptor. In the same way that Uber disrupted the taxicab industry, Monate is disrupting the hair care industry because most products out there are going to say, let's make the hair healthy. And Monate was a skincare company in Venezuela who didn't come here with the intention to make the hair healthy. They came with the intention to make the scalp healthy. And as a byproduct, do we get healthy hair? And the answer to that is yes. So it's not chemical. It's not Rogaine. It's not minoxidil. It's nothing that's bad for you. It's all vegan and all natural, and it makes your scalp healthy. And I'm a testament to it. Like, I got to tell you, my hair was so thin that I was using those tiny little scrunchies to put myself in a ponytail. And now I have to use the big scrunchies just to get all of my hair into it. So I wouldn't tell you about this if it wasn't important. So if you're interested in having better hair and feeling sexier and feeling younger and happier with yourself, then I encourage you to go to my website. It's Sean Lee, which is S-E-A-N-L-A-I dot M-Y-M-O-N-A-T dot com. Sean Lee dot MyMonate dot com. If you have questions about it, you can reach out to me on Facebook. You know I'm always on there, and you can always PM me a message. Sex Unshamed. Hey, what's going on? You're looking for a podcast that unshames sex. I think we can help. Don't talk. Just listen. Listen. The most stimulating podcast on the internet. Ah. Now zip up and put your headphones on. Whoa. You're listening to Sex Unshamed. Here's your host, Sean Lee. Hello, lovers. It's Sean Lee, and I'm so happy to be with you again today. You know, I got a message recently from someone I haven't talked to in a really long time, and he had no idea that I did this show. And so when he found me, he was expectedly surprised. The last time he'd spoken to me, I'd been in the business world and not doing this show. And he said, you know, I wonder why people, you know, have such a hard time with sex. He said, you know, I've been fairly repressed my life, my whole life. And I thought, gosh, you know, there's sometimes I feel like Shawnee, did you do the right things by having all the sex you had? And then I hear people go, I wish I'd lived your life because you had so much sex. So I want you to know whether you've had a lot of sex or not a lot of sex, whether you feel like you've been repressed or you feel like you've been out in the open like me, it's okay. Because as I sit and do this show, I want you to know I do it with divine inspiration. I do it when God and I come together and we talk to you and we talk about how beautiful it is that you are exploring your body. How beautiful it is that you're enjoying your body. How beautiful it is that you're taking the time every day to focus on your body. Because sex is a beautiful thing. And I know that sometimes religion can tell you it's wrong. I had a conversation with a friend the other day, a different friend. 
the other day, and she was saying, she's like, you know, I love sex, but I think it's a sin. And I was like, what? How can you think sex is a sin? Even though I knew logically that so many people do. If you ever listened to my show with Lola, it was called, um, I used to think even thoughts of sex would send me straight to hell. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. But that was a woman who was in her 60s. She didn't even know what an orgasm was till she was in her 30s, and she had three kids. Because any thoughts of sex she thought would lead her straight to the path to hell. Well, I want you to know, if you're listening to this show secretly, not telling anybody you're listening to it, because that happens all the time. If you're doing that because you're afraid somebody's going to find out you're having sex and you think it's wrong, I want you to know it's not. Because if there's anything this show stands for, it's for sexual maturity. It's for sexual awareness. It's for taking the shame out of yourself and forgiving yourself for all the things you think you're doing wrong. Because, God, if all we did was accept ourselves exactly as we were, what kind of life would we have? What kind of sex would we have? What kind of fun would we have? What kind of magic could we create? So when I think about sex, I think about it as an activity that I did a lot of in my younger years. I think of it as something that is sacred today. But in any case, whether you think you should only have sex with one person forever or whether you think you want to have sex with everybody, I want you to know that that's perfect. Because there's nothing more beautiful in this life than getting to explore this body that you're given. You know, when people say to me that they think sex is a sin, I want to say, then why is it so fun? I mean, you know, God is really pretty simple. If it feels good, it is good. If it feels bad, it is bad. Like, that's just kind of life, right? If something is a hot stove, you don't keep putting your hand there. But if it feels good, and God, we all know sex feels really, really, really good, then how can it be wrong? How can it be bad for you? How can it be something you don't want to do? See, that's the things I just don't understand about the world because, quite frankly, if I could have sex every single day, twice a day on Sundays, and three times a day during the middle of the week, I would because I think it's such a joyful expression. I think it feels so good. I think the the joining of two bodies, and when my body is one of those bodies with somebody I'm really crazy about, yeah, that's a good time for me. And I'm hoping it's a good time for you. And so as I talked to this young woman about her ideas that, that sex was wrong, but she couldn't deny that she felt the pleasure from it and that she loved doing it, I, I just want to say you have to stay in the moment. You know, I was working with a woman a long time ago, and she said to me, what if it feels good in the moment, but it feels bad later? And I went, the moment is all you got. Like the moment you're having the experience is the moment that matters. The moment that you're judging the experience from a different perspective is the moment that you don't want to be in is the moment that doesn't matter. Because those are the moments you hurt yourself. If you're having an outrageously good time and you're having beautiful lovemaking and you're having beautiful sex and you're having massive orgasms, that's the moment. That's the moment to cherish. That's the moment to celebrate. That's the moment to express yourself. To go later and look back at that moment and think, oh, I shouldn't have done that, or I shouldn't have said that, or oh my God. And like, come on. Nobody can beat you up like you. And so I'm going to encourage you this year to stop. I'm going to encourage you to just give yourself a break, to give yourself a little more grace, to give yourself a little more gentleness. Because sex is the juice that, of life. I mean, think about what our bodies have to do to have sex. 
you know, he's got to get hard, she's got to get wet, whether you're two guys or two girls or whatever, man, woman, doesn't matter, right? Your body has physiological reactions that you can't control. You don't think that's inspired? You don't think that that's something that is innately in you? This is the thing. I want you to pretend for a moment that you're going on a diet, right? You're going on a diet because you think you need to lose weight because you think there's something wrong with your body. And so you're going you're gonna to cut yourself off from all of these foods that you like. You're just not going to eat them. You're just not going to even eat them. Do you know what you're going to do? You're going to think about them. And every time somebody passes by you, you're going to go, oh, that looks so good. As you sit there eating whatever healthy thing you think you're eating, that's like it being at war with your body, okay? Your body's like, dude, I really would like that. And you're like, no, but please, no, but pl- okay, duh, that doesn't feel good to anybody. And people have known for years that diet is like die with a T on the end of it, right? Sex is the same way. If you're, if you're enjoying it, if you're loving it, if it's feeling good, if it's everything you're wanting in those moments, to deny yourself sex is to deny the very fabric with which you were created, the very fabric with which you, you arrived in this world because two people had sex. How is that a bad thing? You're a miracle here on this planet because two people had sex. No matter what you call it, making love, having sex, getting busy, doesn't matter what you call it. Two people got together and they made you. And you're beautiful and you're amazing and you're incredible. And it's such a celebration of joy. An orgasm feels so good. It's such a celebration of joy. And so when I hear people say to me, you know, I've repressed myself my whole life. This guy's much older than me. I felt like I wanted to just say, then stop. Then go out and have sex with as many people as you possibly can, as fast as you can, so you get to explore everything in your body. And for the people who think it's a sin, I want to say the same thing. You know, there's some very foundational principles of, of God and the world and the universe and source energy, whatever you want to call it. And at the end of the day, things that feel good are good for us. Let me, let me give you some examples. Success feels good. Bragging feels good. Let's just be clear. Bragging feels good until somebody that you're bragging to tries to make you feel bad about bragging. But when you're doing it, you're feeling great. So my whole point is, when you're having sex, you're feeling great. Until somebody in your, in your head or somebody in your life tells you that what you're doing is wrong. So if you've been raised where to be taught that the celebration of your body is wrong, I'm going to encourage you to just kind of sit with that idea. That whoever told you that might not have understood that the celebration of their body was a good thing too. Because you came into this world. Do you know little babies play with their stuff the second they can find it in their diaper? Little boys play with their dinglings from the time they can reach in the diaper. Okay, and when the diaper comes open, that's the first thing they grab a lot of times. Little girls do the same thing. We explore our bodies when we're young. And if you watch little children play together, they don't care. They do not care that they're naked. They're so happy to be naked. It doesn't occur to them not to be. Until someone came along and told us that it was wrong to do what we're doing. It was wrong to feel what we're feeling. It was wrong to play with ourselves. It was wrong to play with other people. Until someone came along and said all of that, we didn't know. We didn't know. Well, now you're old enough to know. 
And I'm not saying that you should run around and, you know, force yourself on anybody. What I'm saying is you should enjoy this body of yours. And if you have someone in your life that enjoys it with you and you enjoy theirs, have at it. And allow yourself the freedom to think that maybe the people who taught you that weren't as in alignment as you are now. Maybe the people who taught you that just taught you what they'd been taught, who'd been taught, who'd been taught, who'd been taught. And now you have victims who raise victims. But I'm a firm believer that this world is abundant. And in everything I do, there's a gift of God in there, and there's a gift of joy in there, and there's a gift of love in there. And if I can accept those moments of joy and love and peace and fun and sensuality and sexuality and feeling amazing in my body, how is that wrong? How is it wrong to not celebrate this beautiful being that we were created? So I encourage you that if you're really having a time with this, that you think about, maybe my mom didn't know everything. Maybe my dad didn't know everything. Maybe my pastor didn't know everything. Because I'll tell you what, one of the things, as close as my relationship is with God, one of the things that keeps me out of church is the fear of judgment. Because I don't want to go in there and let people tell me that I'm wrong for doing what I do or being who I am. I mean, I know that God and I talk every day and we have a great relationship. So I don't really want anybody else telling me that what I believe is wrong. I want to know that I'm accepted with a full heart and an open heart. And I get that from spirit. And you get that from spirit. And any other judgments from that, that's not spirit. That's not where it's at, man. Because I know for sure that when I am making love, I'm not thinking. I'm not worrying. I'm not freaking out. I'm not judging what I'm doing. I'm enjoying myself. And that's how it's meant to be. Life is meant to be savored. Life is meant to be lived. Life is meant to be enjoyed. And sex is a big part of life that's meant to be enjoyed and savored and relished in and rolled around in and feeling all the goodness in. So I just want to go out on the record as saying, if you are judging yourself, stop it. If you're letting somebody else judge you, stop it. Because quite frankly, what do they know about you? They know what they think. But nobody really knows you like you. Nobody knows your heart, not deep down. Nobody knows the things that matter to you, not deep down. So all I'm saying to you is, have fun with your body. Have fun with yourself. Feel sexy. Feel sensual. Do every single thing you ever want to do because how much time do you think you have? If you feel like you've been repressed, if you feel like you haven't been touched enough, if you feel like you haven't touched enough, in a framework of complete consent, do more of it. Have more fun. Make more love. That's where the babies come from. <laughs> All right, you guys, I'll get off my soapbox today. I just, I just had to talk to you about this because... I don't ever want you to feel ashamed of all the wonderful things that are you. And God wouldn't have given us everything they gave us to have as much fun as we can if we weren't supposed to play with it. All right, my loves. Today, tomorrow, and every single day, you know that I love you, but you have to love you first, and that is always, always, always an inside job. You've been listening to Sex Unshamed. Unshaming sex. Unshaming sex. We hope you had your tissues ready. (laughs) Did you have fun? We know we did. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll see you 
next time, pervert. <laughs> <laughs>